Joining us on the line, we have Keith Halland, who is the guitarist for the band Chicago. Welcome, Keith. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Now, you've been the lead guitarist of the band Chicago since 1995. Can you tell us how you managed to uh, join the band? It's a pretty cool story. Yeah, I was sort of in a, uh, a motivated stage of my uh, young career. I was, I was, I was sort of uh, actually listening to a lot of uh, Anthony Robbins tapes at that point. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ironically, and um, I, I sort of, you know, put a phone call into uh, to everybody I knew that was sort of in the business, saying that, you know, I was looking for a looking for a gig and trying to find work, and <clears throat> I got a phone call from a friend of mine who worked at a uh, re- rehearsal facility in Los Angeles saying that uh, that uh, Chicago was auditioning guitar players that very day. You know, I was sitting in my apartment at that point fixing a pot of coffee, and uh, part of me sort of thought, you know what, this is, this is way too, uh, too late. You know, it, it's already happening. It's done. You know, drink mm-hmm. your coffee, turn the TV on, and uh, go on with your day, but... There was there was a part of me that uh, that thought you know what you got to take a shot so I uh, yeah. I threw my guitar and my amp in my car and I drove down to the uh, uh, rehearsal facility and and basically I sat there in the parking lot until I saw somebody uh, that I recognized <laughs> and, and that was Jason Chef who was uh, who I had met once yeah and it was a very brief brief encounter but uh, I hopped out of the car and I ran over to him and I said hey do you remember me I was the guitar player in that band that you uh, saw a few months ago uh, rehearsing, and, and he kind of looked at me and went, uh, "No, I really don't remember you, but uh, <laughs> let me let me talk to these guys and see see what I can do." And oh. <clears throat> he basically uh, spoke to the guys and, and got me uh, the opportunity to audition, and, uh, and and that was it. They offered me the gig uh, right after I I finished auditioning for them. You know, I just love that story because it's one of those situations where you could have actually just gone back down and sat on the couch, but no, something was tugging at you to go and audition. And look at where you are today. This is my uh, this is my twentieth summer. It's not summer yet, but it's my twentieth no. year with the band. So this year, I mean, twenty thirteen as well, and twenty fourteen. You know, you've been with the band for twenty years. Do you think that this year is uh, is kind of the biggest for Chicago yet? You know what? We were talking about that the other day, and. Um, you know, we've we've played for we've played for presidents. We've uh, we've done tons of TV shows. You know, Tonight Show and mm-hmm. and uh, Good Morning America and the Today Show. And um, but but the Grammy Grammy performance yeah. and performing with Chicago Symphony and uh, and what this year is shaping up to be. Uh, this may be the most exciting year we've had. I mean, we're we're, we're recording new music mm-hmm. as a band. It, it looks like you know we're going to do a month in Canada. We're going to go to Australia. We're going to go to New Zealand. We're going to go to Asia. We're going to go to South America. Uh, we're going to do a summer with uh, Ario Speedwagon. Yeah, this may be as good as it's gotten since I've been here. Yeah, to be honest with you. And you know what? A lot of bands can't say that after uh, being around for so many years. This is just huge. You guys got into the Grammy Hall of Fame this year too. Yeah, I know it's been great. You know, I was talking to Jason, and, and uh, actually last night we performed in uh, in Long Beach, California. Nice. And uh, which basically, you know, L.A. Yeah. And uh, and Verdeen White from Earth, Wind, and Fire showed up unexpectedly uh, to the show and was in the audience and uh, and backstage. And we 
we did three different uh, touring seasons with them, and and that definitely was a highlight for uh, for us and, and and the band. And, uh, and we did a DVD of that, and uh, and we're hoping that's going to happen again in the future. Nice. But uh, you know, like I said, you know that musically that was definitely a high point too. But mm-hmm. but this year is definitely shaping up to be. Um, you know, a great one. We're just getting started, and it's already exciting. Yeah, that's the thing, right? We're only into February, and look at how amazing January has been. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're certainly excited that you guys are coming to join us in February at Budweiser Gardens. Now, you said that you guys are working on your material, and I see that you guys have some sort of uh, portable studio. Tell us about that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lee Lockman, our trumpet player, was sort of the one that spearheaded that. Uh, you know, it was always sort of the, the thing was always, you know, well, when are we going to have time with all... Yeah all the months of the year that we're on the road yeah. to go in and try and cut a new record. And, uh, you know, everybody's got families and, mm-hmm. and we're already compromising our uh, off-the-road lifestyles with, with we're gone all the time. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that said, you know, hey, with modern technology, let's let's, uh, let's just put a state-of-the-art recording studio on the road with us and, and just uh, jump in whatever we can and, and work. So uh, we have tons of new music in the works and and uh and uh, everybody's got songs sort of in the uh in the bullpen waiting to get out so so is there an actual plan to put a new album out or are you guys just gonna see how it goes well I'm not sure if i'm speaking uh out of turn here but i'm i'm pretty sure there is a quote unquote new record that should be released in the next couple of months okay so uh nice and one to follow that within within one year of that record. So okay. we, we may be actually looking at two new records in the next year and a half. You know, we're, we're touring more now than we probably ever have than, you know, when I've been with the band. Yeah. In, in, the, er, in the early days, they would tour for 300 days a year. <laughs> um, you know, now it's only like 200. <laughs> Which is still a but, lot, uh, but yeah. Yeah, no. But, uh, you know... Yeah, it's uh, well when you're when you're 21 years old and you don't have a career yet, mm-hmm. you can spend you know a year in the recording studio making a record. Yeah. But at this point, you know, we got to get in, get out, get it done. What kind of advice would you give to uh, young bands that are just sort of starting out? Boy, you know what? We were uh, you know we just did the Grammys and. And we were actually backstage, and, and we were sharing a dressing room with uh, with Dave Grohl of Foo Fighters. Mm, cool. And, uh, you know, Dave just did a uh, the most recent record they did. They went into the studio with a you know with analog tape, mm-hmm. old school. Yep. No uh, no Pro Tools, no Auto Tune. Stripped right and down. And cut a record that way. And uh, and he also just produced a record for Zach Brown Band, and they basically approached it the same way. And we were talking about that, and you know, he was talking about how that's sort of a lost art—the art of, you know, get together in the basement with a bunch of buddies that you, you you like hanging out with, and 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 bash it around until you get something you think is cool, and then go into a studio and capture it. You know, it's it's sort of a lost art of the basic essence of what music started out being, which is just a bunch of human beings playing together, warts and all, and then capture it. 
you know, that, that, that chemistry that, yeah. you know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, everything's got to be fixed and tuned yeah. and right. You know, there's something about that raw energy of four or five guys getting in a room, or in our case, you know, seven or eight, yeah. and, and making music. And, you know, I really think that that would be my suggestion to any young musician is, you know, find some people that you have some common uh, ground with and and get together and, and, and make music together as a, as, a, as a group. You know, forget about the, we can fix it later. Yeah. Get it right, get it right now in a room where, where it's, where it's getting you excited and getting yeah. you motivated. And then, and then go find a way to capture it, whether it's Pro Tools or analog or whatever, but still, it's got to be there first. Yeah. You know, a, a lost art, I think, is, it used to be, you'd go see a band live and people would say, oh my God, these guys sound just like their record. Well, the reason <laughs> yeah. they sound just like their record is because that's what they captured. Yeah. Nowadays, you go see a band, you go, that doesn't sound like their record. Well, it's because <laughs> they weren't there. They weren't there to make the record. They had one guy they're in Taiwan and one guy in L.A. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah they're trying know. to recreate something that somebody else created. And uh, so that, that's, uh, yeah, that, that'd be my advice. That's get together point. with other humans and play. That's perfect. I love it. Just get out there and just do it. Now, that was your first time performing at the Grammys. How was that? Oh my God, that was like uh, I think I said, you know, that, that was a high point for us. We, yeah. uh, you know, the band's only been on the Grammys once before, yeah, and that was uh, for Song of the Year for "If You Leave Me Now" in 1976, I think. Quite a while ago, yeah. And they, yeah, and they were on tour in Europe. I say they because obviously I wasn't there. Yeah. But uh, and they accepted the award over the award over the phone, so uh, they weren't able to participate in that one and the only other time the band was there was uh for best new artist i think in 1967 um when they actually lost crosby stills nash and young right. and uh so you know it, it was really kind of cool for me um and we were actually doing the dress rehearsal and i was standing next to Jimmy Walton Lee, the, the original horn section. And uh, and actually, LL Cool J wasn't there. It was a, a stand-in guy. They were doing the introduction. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were standing behind the scrim, and the guy was reading the, the prompter, saying, you know, the CTA is now in the Grammy Hall of Fame, and the legendary horn section of Walt Perizet, Jimmy Panko, and Lee Lockney. Mm -hmm. And I, I could see... Walt was 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 tearing up Aww. just at the at the, the what was going to be said about the band, yeah. you know, and 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 then I started getting weird, you know, <laughs> just in the dress rehearsal, and uh, you know, afterwards I could just see, you know, we, they lifted up the the scrim and we're, and, and we're performing, and you know, there's Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr <laughs> right in front of us. Looking right at you. and smiling, you know, and, and Walt looked right, you know, they, those guys hung with those guys back in the day, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and I could see Walt, Walt, they get pointed right at, at Ringo and gave him like a, you know, a fist pump in the air and, 
and Ringo gave him like a you know kind of a you know a, a high five in the air, and, and it was just uh, it, yeah, it was cool afterwards. Like even even you know Robert, Jimmy, all those guys were like you know that was that was a high point in our career. Yeah. And for me, being a guy that's only been there for twenty years, <laughs> only, <laughs> only yeah, you know to hear the original guys say that was a high point, and to be part of that was like. Mm pretty special. Now, were you nervous when you went on, or was it more of an excited feeling? Kind of weird. It was, I was, I was nervous uh, before the, the the scrim came up, but once it came up, I was just excited. Yeah. It was, it was kind of a weird thing, and I will say, you know, the fact that I wasn't singing anything, you know, lead vocals on anything. Yeah. There was no guitar solo. So for me, it was kind of like, uh, you know, I was like part of it, but it was like pretty easy. Yeah. You know, it was kind of all about Robin Thicke and, and the horn section and, and Robert Lamb and and, uh, and and Robin Thicke was just totally cool and uh, humble and so into the thing and, and supportive of the, of the band. And I actually had no idea he was that talented. I didn't uh, realize he could sing that well. I really think that, in a way, he he brought us some some uh, validity to a young audience, mm-hmm. and I think we brought him some uh, validity to an older audience because I think the whole Miley Cyrus yeah. debacle kind of turned him into a little bit of a you know he he was even saying you know I've been chopping away at career for years. I mean, he's been around for a long time mm-hmm. and he's done a lot of stuff and he was sort of like, you know, I, I sort of was like, I was trying to be like a legit artist and he said this you know, blurred lines thing was kind of a, it was kind of almost like an afterthought. Like I, I, I sort of threw it out there like a, it was sort of a, a joke kind of and it became this big thing. And but you know he said I, I grew up in a house listening to R and B and you guys <laughs> you know my dad was a huge Chicago fan and he said you know that that's what I grew up on and uh, that's cool and uh, you know it's kind of funny it's kind of like Bobby McFerrin did that yeah. don't worry be happy yeah and that was sort of like for him it was kind of like eh, he wrote it in like five minutes and threw it out there and it became <laughs> what identified him yeah and Robin Thicke is kind of a legit R&B artist and Blurred Lines is what put him on the map. So, and and that and Miley Cyrus and, uh, yeah. and her foam finger. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty good at getting him into trouble, I guess. Now, uh, nobody mentioned twerking for you guys, did they? No, but uh, when we walked the red carpet, the, uh, the, the main question asked was, is anybody going to twerk tonight with Robin Thicke? <laughs> Which I, I always raised my hand and said, yeah, that, that's me. <laughs> going to be you and your guitar. Now that's talent. If you can twerk with a guitar in your hand, that's going to top Miley Cyrus any day. I, oh. I barely can walk with a guitar good. in my hand. But. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. Well, you guys are coming to Budweiser Gardens on February 27th. Looking forward to that. Is it, uh, it's it's going to be nice and warm, right, in, uh, in London when we get there, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, we'll work on it for you. I'm not going to lie. There's there's a lot of snow out there right now. More coming on the way. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a stretch from L.A. to uh, London temperatures. Well, we just, uh, when we did the Grammys, we uh, we, we sort of uh, mixed that in with um, playing with Chicago Symphony. 
Yeah. And uh, that's when that polar vortex was happening, and we were flying on a private jet back and forth between rehearsals, Chicago Symphony, Grammys, back to the Chicago Symphony, and it was uh, <laughs> it was 75 in L.A., and it was minus 18 in oh. Chicago. I think we got a little warm-up for our Canadian tour. And we're looking forward to having you, too. What can we expect uh, to see at the show? Well, I will tell you this. We are... This is the longest show we've done since I've been in the band. I mean, it's it's well over two hours of music, oh, and wow. uh, we're trying to hit uh, we're trying to hit basically every high point of the career of the band. So oh, you're going to hear everything you probably ever wanted to hear from Chicago, with the possible exception of uh, maybe Robin Robin Thicke showing up and a little twerking. But <laughs> that is good. It's news. all there. <laughs> It's all there. Keith, thank you so much. We will see you on Thursday the 27th. Okay, thank you, Kate.